Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air dates November 28th, 1938, and the title is Almost a Man. Hope you enjoy, and again, thanks for listening. United States with their mothers and fathers and grew up in the great new territory, heard many stories of the phantom figure of the plains. No one was ever known to beat him to the draw, and his courage was only matched by his sense of fair play. The man who deserved a second chance always received one from the masked rider of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days when the West was young. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Rusty Brennan are seated at a table. With them is young Neil Clark, who pushes back his chair and says... Well, I'll be seeing you fellas again, I reckon. Shucks, Neil. Stay on. Have another drink. No, thanks, Link. I'd better be getting on home. <laughs> Still tied to your ma's apron strings, huh? That ain't so. <laughs> oh, leave him be, Rusty. Neil's all right. Just ain't used to being growed up, that's all. <laughs> and he still got a notion everything his folks tell him is gospel truth. <laughs> that is, Neil. I'm old enough to think things out for myself. And I do, too. Yeah? You just wait. You both got the idea I'm scared to tell my folks I'm going my own way, ain't you? Well, I ain't scared, and I'll show you. Well, now, young fella, that's the way to talk. Maybe he's got some gumption after all. I'm going on 18. 
I ain't a kid no more. Of course you ain't, Neil. Of course you ain't. <laughs> and when you get around to proving that to your old man and your ma, why, drop around and look me and Rusty up. Maybe we'll be able to use you. Say, you mean to let me throw in with you fellas? Sure, why not? And, buddy, if you do, it won't be just wages you'll have to spend. It'll be important cash. Oh, that's sure swell you got. Gosh, I... I don't know what to say. Well, your friends, ain't we? But I never figured to tell <laughs> Don't start figuring in a while, fella. You ain't told the folks to leave in the ranch yet. All we've said is that if you do strike out for yourself, then you can join us. But sure, I savvy, all right. Sure. But you'll see. I'll tell them. I ain't that scared. You can't I'll tell them before you see them, can you? But no, but and I... And maybe you'd better be running on home after all. Huh? Oh. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I reckon I better. But I said I'd be seeing you fellas again. And maybe sooner than you expect... Uh, just a second. Huh? There's a storekeeper at the bar. He's been looking this way like he wanted to talk to you, Neil. Ezra? Oh, where? Standing next to that tall stranger. Yeah, I see him now. Meddling old fool. Aims to give me some more of his advice, I reckon. Well, I'll show him where to head in. <laughs> Don't take no sense off of him, Neil. Hi there, Neil. What do you want, Ezra? Just a word is all. Oh, excuse me, stranger. Of course. Boy, it's kind of crowded. Well, Ezra, a word about what? Son, don't you think you ought to steer clear of fellas like Rusty and Link? They're my friends. Mighty poor friends to have, I'd, I'd say. Ezra, you ain't got a call to tell me what to do just because I worked for you when I was a kid. <laughs> well, young'un, <laughs> seems to me you've aged mighty quick then. Was more than three months ago you left me to work for your pa on the ranch, was it? You're making fun of me. Now, don't go flying off the handle, Neil. Ain't that at all. I'm just trying to warn you for your own good. And you can save your breath. Oh, shucks, does anybody else but you? That's just what I do do. Because my best friend, Neil, we came to Texas together. Fact is, I've all of a sudden looked on you like my own kid. Well, that don't give you any rights, Neil, over. you look here. You're right at the age when you can either grow up to be the right kind of a man like your pa is, or get off on the wrong trail and end up where Lincoln Rusty. You talk like they're crooks. Well, ain't they? I've heard enough. Now, thank you to mind your own affairs. I guess I'm old enough to take care of myself. Now, wait, Neil. Good. You're all gone, young idiot. Hey, barkeep, fill up my glass, will you? Having a drink, stranger? No, thank you. I'm leaving. Hey, barkeep, I said fill up my glass. I can't stand around here no longer waiting for you. <laughs> Rusty, you don't look like the storekeeper could got very far with the kids. Sure, I noticed. What do you think? Figure the kid will join us? Sure he will. If he don't, that'll mean we glass open as we're safe. And I just as soon not take that chance. Ah, don't worry. Kid will join us, all right. Only thing I'm worried about is maybe Ezra's changed the combination since Neil worked for him. Why should he? Well, he I never suspicion Neil was robbing him, would he? I don't suppose. Of course he wouldn't. Chuck Rusty, this is going to be the easiest thing we ever done. Ezra's always been so doggone sure his cash couldn't be got at in that safe of his. He's never bothered to take it home of nights. We can force the back door without making enough noise to wake up a redskin. And if Neil backs out when he learns what we're planning, <laughs> then what he won't do willing, he'll do at the pint of a gun. <laughs> and if the kid does try to back out, I've got a scheme that'll make him wish he never got the notion. Yeah? In that case, Rusty, we'll get the cash. <laughs> and the law will get Neil. <laughs> The next evening, Neil, with all his belongings, loaded on a pack horse, rode to the corral where his father was attempting to rope a half-tamed Mustang. Pa! Hey, come here, Neil! Come in with this pesky critter! Hey, hey what's the extra 
the horse for? And the war bag. Came in the decent tip. Oh, 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 boy. I know, Paul. I, I... Well, if you are, you can change your mind right now. There's too much to be done around here for me to spare you. I... I ain't working here no more, Paul. What's that? I'm pulling some stakes. You... Say, am I going loco or are you? Did I hear you say you was pulling the stakes? That's the size of it. No, hold on. Don't do no good to argue with me. I've plumb made up my mind. To hear you talk, you've lost it. Now climb down off of that horse and put them things of yours away again and get to work. Nope. I'm leaving. You're doing no such thing. I'm almost 18. Uh Uh-huh. And I've seen more idiots at 18 than any other age. Wait. Wait a second. I was just in town this morning, and I seen Ezra And I suppose he told you a lot of lies. It ain't like him to lie, but I don't know. What he said was that you've been hanging around with Lincoln Rusty. Well, what if I have? They wouldn't have nothing to do with this crazy notion of you're leaving home, would they? No one tells me what to do. That ain't quite what I ask you. I, I know what you said. And what I want to know is what's wrong with Lincoln Rusty. Don't reckon you need to be told that. Sure. Everybody says they're crooks. But what if they are? They've got nerve. If they go after something, they're gambling their lives on it. They're men. Real men. They ain't staying safe to home, wishing for things, but afraid to have them. Son, is that the way you see things? Oh, you've worked hard all your life. And what's it got you? This here ranch with a mortgage on it at the bank. It's got you the right to slave from morning till night. While the sun blisters you in the summer and blizzards freeze you in the winter. It's got... Uh, ain't you got things of my twisted, son? Working hard is what made the banker trust me when things went bad for a spell and I needed the cash. Huh. And working hard is what gave you more home. And you too, if it comes to that. I'll take care of myself from now on. And that's another thing. How do you figure your mom's going to feel about this? Well, I... I'll see you see where I'm right someday. Yeah? When, when I'm able to buy her things and have to make it easier for her. You, you do this and you'll break your mom's heart. I... I don't reckon that's so. Doesn't anything mean nothing to you no more? Haven't the things we've tried to teach you gone any deeper than this? Well, Goodbye, Paul. I order... Get up, boy. Get up. Neil, come on. Neil, come back here. Neil, come back here. Goodbye, Paul. Why... Let him go, Andy. Huh? What? I'm asked, man. Where'd you come from? I was just over there near your barn. You heard what was said? I did. I was waiting to speak to you. That mask. Say, you're a crook. You put Neil up to this, I'll bet. I'm not a crook, Andy. And I'd like to help you save your boy. Huh? I was in the cafe last night, and I heard the storekeeper talking to Neil. What's all this to you? I think Ezra was, was right. Well, what did he say? He said that Neil was at the turning point of his life, that his whole future depends on the decisions he makes now. That's funny talk from an outlaw. If I were an outlaw, I'd probably know the truth of that even better than you. But I told you I'm not. Well, that ain't neither here nor there. I've got to go after Neil and bring a young idiot back here. Wait. Listen to me, Andy. Bring Neil back by force isn't going to solve your problem. What am I supposed to do? Just stand by while my boy goes to the band? Neil needs several things. A good licking among them. First, if he needs something to shock him and to realize what he's doing. The shock I got was when my Paul laid on to me with a hazel switch. And, and he needs enough excitement to do him for, for a long time to come. You'll get it. You will, Andy, if you listen to me. We've got to remember one thing, Kimosabe. As long as we suggested this plan, we must let no harm comes to Neil or Andy. Uh-huh. I learned where Rusty and Link live. 
In a small shack just outside of town. I mean no place. And that's where Neil will likely go. Uh, if Link and Rusty really want Neil for a partner, they'll plan something soon. Once Neil has stepped outside of the law, he'll have to stay with them. They know that, and we'll take advantage of it. What we do? We're riding to town, Tonto. It'll be late in the evening by the time we get there. Uh-huh. We may be able to learn their plans. Here, Scout. And Tonto, I've got an idea if Rusty and Link do plan anything. They'll not stay clear of the law much longer. That's that right. Let's go. Come on. Get him up, Scout. At the same time that the Lone Ranger and Tonto raced toward Boonville, Rusty and Link heard a knock on the door of their cabin. Hey, Link. That would be the sheriff, would it? Hey, whatever it is. He ain't got nothing on us. Come in. Howdy, fellas. Well, I'll be talking. It's me. Glad you see me. Well, we figured... I bet you never thought I'd get up the nerve to leave home, ain't that so? You really pulled up stakes? I sure did. I told Paul the way I felt about things, and by golly, he saw I meant it. Did he say nothing? Oh, he tried to argue me out of it, of course. But I soon put a stop to that. I just rode away and left him standing there. Well, kid, you had me fooled complete. <laughs> but we're sure glad to see you with us. Ain't we glad, Rusty? We are that. Matter of fact, Neil, I don't know just what we'd have done without you. Uh, it's blame good of you fellas to say that. But I reckon I don't count for much compared to hombres that can handle guns like you do, too. Shucks, everybody's got, got their uses, kid. Ain't likely you'll be long finding it out, eh, Lee? <laughs> you mean you've got something to plan already? Said we'd show you how to make big, big cash, didn't oh, we? Oh, sure, but I didn't figure on anything real soon. Like a cold feed? Well, of course I ain't. You, you just try me out. We'll do that. Ain't forgot out the combination to Ezra's safe, have you? You mean... We mean that's the first thing we've got for you to do. Robin Ezra's store. And you're going to open the safe for us. Oh, but, but see here, fellas... Sure, it ain't going to be hard to... Who's that? Come in. What? Holy say, what are you doing in here? So you came after me, huh? Well, it won't do you no good. I might as well know it now. I said I was talking with these fellas, and I meant what I said. No, John, did I say anything about coming after you? Say, what what is this? If you came here to make trouble, eh? You'll find you can hand out a plenty. Sure, Steve, nothing like that. And what are you doing here? I just came here to admit that I made a mistake. Uh, A mistake? That's right, son. You see, after you left home... I got to thinking over what you said. You did? About the mortgage on the place. Working all hours and getting blisters from the sun and getting froze when it's winter. I don't well, That ain't hard to understand. The more I thought about it, the more I got to seeing where you was right. No. Yes. <laughs> so from now on, fellas, the blazes with ranching and hard work. It's cash easy way for me. Shake hands of a fresh meat outlaw. The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. For the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. Shortly after Andy Clark surprised his son Neil and the two outlaws, Link and Russ, announcing that he too wished to become an outlaw, the Lone Ranger and Kato reined in their horses near the cabin. Oh, Silver. Oh, fellow. Stay here, Silver. Come, Tommy. I don't know if we're going to be able to hear them inside an Eskimo, Sammy. This is open as on this side of closed. And maybe window another side open. Wait, look, you can see. Let's find out if the first of Neil and Andy are inside. at the table. Neil's sitting alone over at that far corner. Yeah. Outlaw of plenty men. They're watching Andy as though they suspect he's up to something. Uh, if I told Andy, they likely wouldn't believe his story. That's why I thought we'd better be on hand. Not good idea. Um, we'll circle the house and see if there's any place where we can wait and hear what's being said. Tonto waited patiently, the hours slipped by. One by one, the village lights are out. Then, inside the outlaw's shack, Rusty spoke. Well, Link, reckon it's about time we're moving. Train my body awake in town now. Yeah. And look here, Andy. Huh? You ain't fooling us at all. You're up to some trick. What it is, I don't know. In the morning, eh, you'll make a false move and it'll be your last. <laughs> Said I was going to be a crook, didn't I? Did you think I'm old enough to know old mine? Hey, uh, Neil, quit sulking over here. Oh, I've been thinking things over. Yeah? The way you've been sitting in a corner all evening without talking to anybody, I thought you was mad at me. You can't do this. No? You can't just walk out in a rant as if it didn't mean anything to you. Did it, didn't I? <laughs> just wait till the banker comes around to collect the cash we owe him. <laughs> He's going to find himself in the cattle business. But... How about Ma? Well, what about her? You can't leave her like this. Can I? Don't, don't see as how I owe her any more than you do. Don't you figure after 30 years of paying bills, I've done my share? Look at all she's done for Now, now, son, what she's done for me, she ain't done for you. Well, I... What's right for one, it's right for all, ain't it? Ma's done all kinds of things for you. That's right. And it seems to me I recollect her going without sleep for near a week, just near you when you had the fever. And there was a time you broke a wheel on old Chick's buggy. Ma took the blame so she wouldn't whop you. And I'll never forget as long as I live. She, she cried when you was born. He was that good about it. What in the blaze is going on here? Last year he shut up. Now, partners, don't mind my calling you pards, do you? I'm just trying to show Neil I got just as much right to turn crook as he has. Well, I ain't going through with it. Yeah, now, well, what's this? I ain't, I tell you. It's, it's wrong. Boy, you're going back to the ranch and I'm going with you. And we're going right now. Yes, well, uh, now let me oh. handle this part. Neil's a mighty excited. Maybe I can do more with him than you can. Oh, how can you sit and talk like that? You ought to be ashamed. Son, you did yourself. You wasn't oh, a boy no but more. And when you're a man grown, you learn that when you make a choice, you have to stick to it. And that's just what you're going to do. Oh, I, I never thought to hear you talk like this. Well, for the matter of that, I never thought a boy of mine would want to turn crooked. So that's it. Huh? You came here pretending to want to join us just so he can make the kid change his mind. Now we are. Ah, Jake. Now then, take a look at these shooting irons. I see him. Listen to what I got to say. You came meddling in here where you wasn't wanted, plans on spoiling our scheme. Ain't you sort of jumping to conclusions? I savvy your game, but it ain't working. 
Kneeling back and out causes too late. If you polecat figure I'm going to open this safe for you, you're loco. You'll open it. What makes you think so? Or your pa gets shot. You, you wouldn't do that. Suppose you try us and see. Pa, what am I going to do? Neil, they're just bluffing. And you keep your mouth closed, Andy. Or Neil gets shot. All right, you two, come along. We're heading for every store. And just keep this in mind. If either one of you try anything, it won't be yourself you'll be hurting. It'll be the other. Under the watchful eyes of Link and Rusty, Neil and Andy mounted and rode with the outlaws through the silent streets of Boonville. Finally, they reached Ezra Miller's general store. Keep watching them, Rusty. I'll try the door. I'm watching. You keep still, kid, or your paw gets drilled. Well, it's locked. Figured it would be. Just give it a shove. That old lock won't hold nothing. Door ain't barred. Yeah. Try again. Anybody hurt us? I reckon not. All right, inside you two. You fellas will pay for this. <laughs> I reckon we won't, Andy. You, you and Neil is going to pay. Huh? Watch out for them boxes. Yeah, thanks, Rusty. I never seen him in the shadows. Eh? What do you mean? It's me and Neil will pay. Here's the safe. <laughs> Curious, are you, Andy? You fellas don't think you can frame us for this, do you? Maybe. I'll open up the safe, Neil. I am in Toronto. People do get yours one of these days. Can you read the numbers on the dial? It'd be better. We ain't lighting any matches so we can be seen. Getting it, kid? Just a second. There. Now hand over that cash box in there. There they are. See, see what's in it. Rusty, there's a plenty. More than I figured. And most of it in folding money. Good. Hey. What'd you put that cash in the pocket for? <laughs> Is this your pay, Neil? I don't want no stolen money. You don't get the idea, Neil. What we give you there ain't nothing to what we're keeping by ourselves. <laughs> but when the sheriff finds it on you, he's going to be paying sure you and your pa are thieves. Sheriff? Sheriff, what you... you take the cash box and get going. I'll stand guard over these fellas. What'll happen when I tell the sheriff to search you two skunks? There's the best out of the whole thing, Andy. Rusty will have the cash right in his saddle pockets when he's talking to the sheriff. But by the time you tell your story, he'll have the cash hit where nobody will ever find it. <laughs> All right, Rusty, I'm in your way. All these cooks are on robbing the safe, and you'll get the sheriff out of bed. Story to the sheriff, but when the sheriff leaves, hold Rusty while I get there. Ezra, open this door. 
fine time of night to... to... Mask? Oh, getting dressed. Hot and Don't argue with me. You've got to get to your store before the sheriff. Now get into your clothes and I'll tell you what you're to do. Storekeeper was at first indignant, but as the Lone Ranger explained, his indignation changed to excitement. He tumbled into his clothes, saddled his horse, and raced to the store. Oh, there! Ho, ho, ho! you, I'm holding these phone cards. What's all that doing on in here? I made a mind to lance after I caught him, Sheriff. I... It ain't there. There's it. Now, look, Mr. Miller, we what didn't... What's going on here? Blasted Link, what are you holding our gun on them for? But I thought that they... And neither... I thought I told you and your party to get the cash out of the safe and bring it right back to me. What? What's that? You told us what? Well, I tell you, I'm feeling the truth. I got the crook, Sheriff. One of them got away, but I caught these two all right. Andy, I never figured you'd turn crooked. You neither, Neil. But, Sheriff, I... Hold on a second. Is everybody local in here? <laughs> Sheriff, what are you doing here? I come here just as soon as Rusty told me about your store being robbed. Who's supposed to have robbed it? Why, old Neil and his paw here. No, he didn't. Shut Sheriff. up, Neil. Sheriff, can't I send Andy and Neil after my Christmas without rousing the whole town? You, you, you sent him here, Esri? Of course it's a did. That ain't true. If you sent him here, why wasn't the lights on when I caught him? And why did they bust the door to get in? I told him not to light the lamps. Just so there wouldn't be a lot, lot of fuss. And I broke that door myself this afternoon. That's what I wanted the cash for. I got to worry. I'll hand it over to Neil. Well, I... Uh, this is all I got, Mr. Miller. There. I, I told you that we were stealing... It was the fellow that got away who took the rest of the cash. Here's your seat, Sheriff. He had the cash in his saddle pocket. Now, they, they was in on it. Neil opened the safe. He was pa helped it. It was just because... And, Andy, don't you know enough to keep still at your age? But there's really... Wasn't it enough that it took you and Neil to blame long to get back here with the cash that I had to come down here myself? Now, I don't hear another word out of you. That don't explain why Rusty roused me out of bed. But it does. These crooks figured you'd come to me. And I'd tell you I never sent Neil here. Then if Neil said Rusty had the cash, you'd believe he was lying. Listen here, you can't... I'll take him to jail, Sheriff. I'll do that. Who, who incarnated you this mask fella? He's a friend of mine. And that's all you need to know. Maybe he's wearing a mask. He ain't no outlaw. Every your worship suits me. And as for Lincoln Rusty here, I've been wanting to see them behind bars for so long, I just about give hope of turning the trick. But that's where they're heading now. Get along, Nick. You too, Rusty. Go on. Now then, Neil. You still want to be an alpha? I've had him for crooks to last me the rest of my life. But, Paul, you never meant all those things you said back in the cabin, did you? About them in the ranch and, and Ma and all the rest. <laughs> of course I didn't, son. That was just part of the masked man's scheme to bring you to your senses. Uh, uh, but stranger here. Yes? How, how did you get us out of this mess? I, I still see things quite straight. You're free, Andy, because as I told Tonto, Lincoln Rusty made but one mistake. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Can't you guess, Andy? The mask fellow knew you and me was friends. Oh, we all us have been. Uh-huh. And Andy, the mask fellow knew the real friends don't never let each other down. <laughs> Silver, away! 
have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day and thanks for listening.